Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship. I'm your co-host, Dallas Montague. I have a special word today that I want to share with you before we get into the podcast. Today we have a special guest named Patience Chigamira. She's going to talk to us about her new song that she just released called My Salvation, magnifying the greatness of God in Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit by combining God's word with music. Her mission is to go out there and to bring people worship and the word together. And I've heard her music. It's amazing. I'm really excited for this podcast today. But first, I just want to share a quick word that has been placed on my heart, and I'm very excited to share. So I want to talk to you about a man named David in 1 Samuel 17. And David was asked by his father to take snacks to his brothers in the middle of a battlefield. When David arrived, he saw that the army of Israel was faced against the Philistine army. The army of Israel and the Philistines were faced against each other for 40 days. One side of a mountain was Israel, the other side of the mountain was the Philistines. And for 40 days they would come out and the Philistines would shout against the army of Israel, Send us someone to fight. Bring me one man to fight. And Goliath started screaming. And when David heard this, he he wanted to do something about it. And he accepted the challenge of Goliath to fight for the victory of Israel. What is unique about David is when the entire army of Israel stepped backward, David stepped forward. This was an army of a thousand men. It said, send these crackers to the thousand, to the leader of the thousand. So this is a thousand man army of qualified men known as the army of God. And they were in fear of Goliath. They were in fear of the Philistines and they stepped backward. But David, a humbled shepherd boy, stepped forward. When King Saul heard about this young shepherd boy wanting to fight against Goliath, this is what Saul said. He said, David, you're just a small shepherd boy. You're just a young man. And Goliath has been a man of war since his youth. Sometimes the people in your life will not see your potential, but David did not let that stop him. What King Saul, David's brothers, and the entire army of Israel didn't know was that when David was in the shepherd field, God had been preparing him for a battle just like this one. And as we know that story, David steps forward, picks up a small spoon stone, slings it, and kills Goliath. Something that David knew that took me years to learn was that the battles that we face belong in the hands of God. He is our salvation. David knew that Goliath didn't declare war on him or the army of Israel, but Goliath declared war against the God of angel armies and that he was going to be victorious, that God was going to be victorious, that there was no way Goliath was going to come against the army of Israel, God's people, and win this battle. If you step forward and declare the promises that God has placed on your heart, your act of faith will be the reason why giants fall. I love talking about that story of David. David had so much faith, so much courage. And when David was in the shepherd field, God was preparing him. God was putting boldness in his heart. He brought him a lion and a bear to prepare for the fight against Goliath. 
And so, so many times in our life, when we're down in that place, in that wilderness, in that season of our life where we're being prepared for the next battle, it's hard to see the future coming. It's easy just to say, God, why are you bringing these lions? Why are you bringing these bears and these, these struggles in my life? But what we don't understand in the moment, but we can realize from the life of David is that God is preparing you for your future. Let that be the thing that prepares you to fight the Goliath in your life. So whatever that Goliath is in your life, addiction, pornography, if it's your family members, if it's a relationship, if it's your marriage, if it's a sickness, depression, whatever it is in your life, that battle, that Goliath belongs in the hand of God. God has been preparing you to fight this Goliath. So I just wanted to share that word with you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. If you've not yet subscribed to our podcast, um, join. If you have not yet subscribed to our podcast, Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast, do that. Subscribe. Don't miss another podcast. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. After working as an engineer in a nuclear power plant division, Christian apologist M.C. Talbot accepted the call of God in his life to become a preacher and instructor in the African Methodist Episcopal Church. He has served in California and Maryland and continues to serve God's people in the great city of Orlando, Florida. Reverend Talbot has the right book for you. Whether you are a Christian new in your walk or not, his new book, Courageous Christianity for the 21st Century, An Introduction to Basic Christian Theology, will refresh and inspire you. Check out this book and others on his website, www.studyyourfaith.org. Living a clean life before God is the foundation of any and every relationship with the God of Abraham. He requires complete loyalty to Him and Him alone. From this loyalty breathes faith, righteousness, and the fear of God. The rewards of this loyalty are tremendous. Long life, prosperity, and salvation to say the least. We all have a Pharaoh in our lives in one shape or form holding us hostage or binding us to something. But God will hear your cry when you reach out to him and he will set you free. Listen to Patience Shigamira magnify the greatness of God in Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit by combining God's word with music. Patience just released a new single entitled My Salvation found on YouTube at Patience Shigamira. Patience, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Where are you located at today? I'm in uh, Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Canada. Wow. I'm yes. in so- I think you are probably our first Canadian on the podcast. Oh, yay. That's great. <laughs> were, you <laughs> bo- that. were you born and raised in Toronto? No, I'm actually African. So I was born in uh, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. It's called Mwayo, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's great to have you on the podcast today. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. And today we're going to talk about your your latest song that you released called My Salvation. Yes. Okay. Um, Before we begin, I'm just going to say a quick prayer and then we can get started, okay? Sounds great. Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this podcast. I just pray that you go before us, Holy Spirit. We put this in your hands. We pray the direction of the podcast will be in your hands. God, that we will leave differently than we came in that the words that patience has for us will be blessed, will be anointed. 
and that we can leave encouraged, we can leave full of hope, Lord, to have a new expression of worship in our lives. God, just to glorify you, God. The purpose of this podcast is just to glorify you, God. So we bring you into this. We invite you in. Go before us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, Patience, for the first five to ten minutes, could you just share your Christian testimony with us, how you found God, why you believe today? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure, I'd love to do that. Um, So I grew up in a very Christian home. Both my parents are pastors. Um, but as I grew up, I did not have a personal relationship uh, with God. Um, I grew up in a very uh, supernatural environment. Uh, I saw a lot of uh, demons being cast out. I saw a lot of miracles. And at that young age, a lot of that scared me because I didn't understand it. So, and I think this is common for the most uh, children of, you know, pastors, they call them PKs. They're always somehow rebellious. I don't know why, but um, that was my that was my upbringing. I got married. I had uh, two beautiful children, and somewhere along the line, uh, everything began to fall apart. My, my marriage fell apart. My business fell apart. I went through a divorce. My family just... Um, broke apart. I didn't have a great relationship with my parents. Everything was, it, it, it was just not right. Um, I was suffering to, to a point where I finally said to God, okay, I'm ready to, to, to face these demons because as much as I know that God is alive, that is just as much as, you know, the devil's kingdom is alive as well. So, but, you know, at this time I, I, I started to see God with, without fear, um, but knowing that there are definitely two sides. There's the kingdom of God, and um, there's the evil kingdom. So what really stood out to me is one day, I'm a hairdresser uh, by trade, and I started listening to a lot of scripture um, on YouTube, and an ad came up, and it was about the third temple. And that ad, for some reason, really uh, gripped my spirit. I called my dad, and, and, and I, I asked him, and said, what is the third temple? And he started to explain to me, um, you know, from the word about how Solomon built the first temple and about how um, the second temple was built, and that the third temple is, you know, something that is in the future. So this information helped me to understand what the devil was doing in my life because I could not connect with the Word of God. I, I could not pray. I could not worship. So knowing that and also realizing what I was experiencing in my life gave me that passion to, to seek God more. So I dove into reading my Bible and I started from uh, Genesis, and when I got to Exodus, that that point where the Israelites are being um, rescued from from Egypt and they're crossing the Red Sea, that just gripped my heart, and I was just like, "How is it possible that we have forgotten how how great our God is?" And at that moment, uh, Miriam, Moses' sister, she wrote, she wrote a song of how they were um, 
they were they were in awe and they were grateful of the deliverance that they that they received. So I would say that was the turning point of how I began be, became transformed, and it was as if a, a new life was birthed in me. And it was from that point of knowing that um, God is real, God is very much alive, and whatever problem that I would be facing or anyone would be facing, if God was able to deliver um, his children from, from, from bondage, that would mean that I could, um, I could also wish for the same, I could also anticipate for the same and know that I would be delivered. And that is when I started to see transformation in my life. Wow. So yeah, that's in a nutshell, that, that's my story. How old were you when that, when that transformation happened? You know, believe it or not, <laughs> I was my adult. That's when the transformation started to happen. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing yeah. that it, it gripped you and that there is still hope. You know, you said that you were in your adult years, that it's never too late. God wants you, you know, no matter how old you are, no matter what background you came from, he wants you and he wants to transform your life. I think that's an amazing testimony. Thank you. So Patience, you were in the music industry, the music ministry. How did you get started in music ministry? What kind of training experience have you had in the past to do that? Okay, so I've always had a, a, a passion, a love, and a desire to sing and to praise my God. So I've, uh, I, as I grew up, I went to boarding school, and I was part of the choir uh, in my school. And um, as I grew up, I kind of lost my way. And then uh, recently, about five years ago, I became of the part of the part of the ministry that I am. And immediately, my heart was called towards the choir. Um, and so I've just I've just grown um, from from our practices, from from the worship that we do every Friday and every Sunday, and. Um, I just had a, a, a nagging to say, you know, why don't you record, um, get into the studio and, um, you know, see, see where that would go. Because I, in my journey, um, I had this strong desire to learn more about the Word of God. I felt like I had to catch up with everyone. So... Being that I did hair school, um, you, you don't you can't have a degree in hair. So I wanted to have um, that that training. So I decided to go to pursue pastoral ministry um, on um, you know on the on the college and university level. And so while I was taking that program, I took uh, a course on uh, worship, the worship ministry. That is what started to really pull on my heart to to, to record and start to um, to sing on that level. Wow, are you doing the only type of ministry you're doing today? Not the only type, but are you doing like are you worship leading today in a church? Yes, I am. I am. I'm a member of my church choir. And so you, you started creating your own music. You created a song, your first single called My Salvation. Yes. 
when when jumping yeah. out to do that, you said you were in the studio. You're just like, why not? You know, why not just try to do it? And did you have exactly. any fears? What type of fears did you have when recording that first single? You know, surprisingly, I I didn't have I didn't have any fears because. I felt like okay. I need to get my testimony out there. I need to. I need someone else to hear this word in the form of music because I feel like m- music um, helps you to connect to your emotions. There's something that you cannot say, but when you hear them in a song, um, it helps you to to connect. With, with God. It helps you to connect in your prayer. So I just had this um, this confidence in me. I honestly don't know where it came from. Um, and, and I just went with it. Sounds like the Holy Spirit was guiding you in that. That's awesome. I, I, I believe so. I like to believe so. Yes. yes and yes. in that song, My Salvation, I just want to unpack that a little bit more for our listeners. Um, so how did that song come into being? Where did you get the inspiration behind it? And yeah, I think you talked a little bit about it a few minutes ago, but just talk more yes. about that song. Yes. So again, from Exodus 15, this, this song was exactly from, you know, this revelation that I had when I was reading this scripture of the Israelites being delivered from Egypt. Now, I had my own battles that I was facing. My marriage, you know, broke apart. My business. I just felt like I was in bondage. So, reading that word um, helped me to connect it with my own personal life. So, I had a joy within me of, oh my God, I'm delivered. You know, God is my salvation, and I just want to tell the world and. That's exactly what the what the song says. That you know, sometimes we find ourselves bogged down by these things that we don't even know how we get into them, but we're in them. And then the only way out is connecting with Jesus and knowing that Jesus died for you on the cross, and He's already made a way for you to, to, to get out of it. And sometimes the only way that you can connect with that is through worship. So that's how that song came into being. I want to talk a little bit about worship towards the end of the podcast, but um, I'm glad you brought that up, about worship. And okay. the, the hope of the song that you had for the listeners is for them to hear your testimony, for them to see that God yes. is the salvation. What else maybe was the inspiration behind that, like the main message you wanted the listeners to receive? I want them to know that there is a way out of whatever it is they're going through. It doesn't matter how small or mundane or insignificant it might seem. It it, it might be something as simple as I want a new pair of shoes and you just don't know where you're going to get that pair of shoes. You know, when you tap into um, the Word of God and you know that He provides for your every need, um, there is there's a strength that that comes from that, and then you start to see yourself as victorious. And again, um, you can only get into this realization through worship, through praise, 
um, because the scripture says that um, we enter his gates with thanksgiving in our heart. And once we do that, we we shift the atmosphere uh, with our praise, with our worship, and there's only victory that comes out of that. Yeah, from my past, um, what you're saying hits me right at home because I had a drug addiction before and worship was the main thing that got me through. Um, I was in a program and we had worship every single day, time of worship. And it was those times in worship where I could actually, I understood who God was, you know, I could release myself and I felt the most free I ever had in my whole life was during worship. I absolutely agree. Yes, Yes. worship is such a, a, a powerful thing because the key thing to worship is it changes the atmosphere. So there there are always things that bog down our mind from connecting to God. But when you worship, you activate your spirit um, to connect with God. And that's what makes it so powerful. Yeah. And like you said earlier, music like touches our emotions, you know. And I've heard yeah. something before that said that Satan was the worship leader in he- in heaven before he was yeah. casted down, right? <laughs> and yeah. worship is, music itself is so influential. And I think the enemy uses that as well for evil a lot. Yeah. And so I think it's very um, powerful when people like you, you know, and other people in the Christian world are putting out worship music, putting out worship, uh, music to glorify God, like the, the way it was intended. You know, I think that's yeah. very, very powerful. Thank God for that. And how long has this song been open, have been free to the public to receive? So um, this song actually was released in 2017. Okay. Um, but the, de- the devil has been really um, bogging it down, and I have been distracted in so many different directions where I have I have not put it out to the world. So. Mm. Even though the, the 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 song was released in 2017, the message is still very fresh. It's still very relevant, and I believe that the Holy Spirit has created a time um, mm-hmm. and now um, for that word to to go out there. Because I believe that God is doing a new thing. He's is um, pouring out a fresh anointing. What He wants people to connect with Him, and that is my desire. Um, is to teach people how how to worship, how to connect with God regardless of their circumstances. Hmm. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Or do you have any more songs coming in the future? Are you planning on writing more songs? Yes, I actually have one. Um, um, and this one is called You Alone uh, a Holy. Um, and again, it, it, it pulls on the strings of, of worship and knowing the God we serve, that He is holy, that He is the Lamb that was um, slain for our sins. Yeah. Worship itself. So I want to talk about worship again for a minute. So the yeah. can you just tell our listeners the importance of worship? Yeah, so... Um, we we were created in the image of God, and right from the beginning, when God created Adam, He gave him the assignment to 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 worship, to co-create with him. 
It's just that at, at the time we we fell short of the glory, and um, a lot of deep hardship now came in the way where we have to work for everything that we that we have, pretty much. But we were designed to worship God on a daily basis, um, to give Him honor, because as we are on this earth. Every single human being has an assignment that they were placed on this earth to to achieve for the kingdom of God. Um, so when we worship, we connect our spirit um, to God so that our destiny on this earth can be fulfilled. So when you pray, um, you can pray, you, you, you can talk to God, but there's, there's an extra connection that comes from you just reverencing um, yourself to God and just laying everything down and acknowledging that God is great, that he is, he is the creator of heaven and earth and giving him his honor, giving him his praise before we start to ask for things. So a lot of times um, the deliverance comes from being thankful, from being grateful, and that again, it 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 happens through worship because the angels are always worshiping uh, 24/7. That that is what they're always doing. So we have to sometimes forget about the job, forget about the thing we want, and then just concentrate that time um, to just focusing our thoughts. On God and worshiping Him. Yeah, with worship, worship is in a musical setting is amazing. And unfortunately, I think in the church, it's just common for Christians to do worship at church, and that's it. Like we leave it at yeah. the doors, right? But I think it's so yeah. important to understand that we can have worship everywhere we go. Like that is correct. Yeah. Worship is not just musical; it's also in our actions of choices we choose you know it's in our actions as well but we can also worship musically outside of the church yes and i think that that that's something that we miss is we we leave it at the church and we experience it there three songs four songs some churches less or more you know but we can experience so much more through the week you know yes that's true that's true and 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 again that that is my hope that um Every day as you wake up, you know, whether you're, you know, you're running late, you're getting ready, you put the music on. And the, the song is supposed to help you to get into worship. And like you said, the key thing that you said is that worship is not just the music. It's also our action. Um, as you are doing good in the world, that is a, a form of action. And it's good to always surround yourself with music that inspires you to stay connected in that worship zone because a lot of the circular music um, distracts us from worship. Mm -hmm. So I feel that it's really important to also have um, that music that you can listen to on a daily basis that helps you and guides you to stay in that worship zone. Mm Yeah. It, would you say, just looking at the Christian community, the Christian world, worship leaders out there, um, who are your role models? Who are you most influenced mm-hmm. by out there?
Wow, that's that's a tough one. Um, I would say most of the music that is centered on the word, um, and I can't put a a person. It could be anyone. Uh, when I listen to music, I focus on what the words are saying, what's the message in the song. So I would say I'm inspired by by music that magnifies the greatness of God through the word and music, combining the two. So it can be anyone, but those are the key things that I look for. Wow. Have you heard of, um, her name is, oh, oh, I just lost it. Yeah. Ah, what's her what's name? The, what's uh, she's with IHOP. Uh, she's the with the International House of Prayer. Um, oh, it's, mm. it's going to kill me. Oh, boy. <laughs> I lost it. It's gone. Oh, boy. It'll come to you. I'm looking it up because I have to say. I have to find it. Okay. Um, Have you heard of Upper Room before? Upper Room. I feel like I've heard it before. Yes. They're located in Dallas, Texas, and they're one of my favorites. I think... It's a very spontaneous, and I like that a lot. But on to the next question. Uh-huh. Um, when yeah. when doing ministry, when doing worship leading, worship, things like that, when do you find it the most fulfilling for you? What do you get the most out mm-hmm. of from doing the worship? I love it when the Holy Spirit shows up. Um, and it doesn't happen all the time, I have to say. Um, you know... So, the Holy Spirit is very, very sensitive, and as we praise and worship, if our heart is, if our hearts are not set on the right things, if our intentions are not right, um, the atmosphere doesn't always flow. But mm-hmm. there are those special moments when there's an alignment, and the Holy Spirit shows up, and you can feel. His presence in the room, I would say that that is what drives me because mm. there is a there is a joy, there is a serenity um, that comes uh, that falls upon you when the Holy Spirit shows up. Mm. So this is what drives me. If I could just bask in that feeling all day, every day, oh my God, I I, I, I would be in heaven. I love it. I love it. You can't manipulate that. You can't. No. Cause it to happen, <laughs> you know. It, the Holy Spirit just shows no. up and does His thing. That's it. No, no, no. He He shows up when He when He feels it's right. You know, when the intentions are right, that's when He shows up. Mm, I love it. Would so you? That's, s- I would say that's the hardest part of um, worship ministry is that each time you sing or you minister, your heart has to be in the right place. Yeah. Um. Because not only are you worshiping God for yourself, but you are also leading people to the throne room. Mm. So um, it's important to always be, um, always to have your, um, how do I say, uh, your intention in your heart in the right place. Yeah, yeah, it's a heavy task. You know, it's a big responsibility. <laughs> yeah. It is. And would it you is. say that it's a temptation for worship leaders to try to, to make it happen, like to make the Holy Spirit come every time to see these results that we want, you know, inst- instead of allow the Holy Spirit to do his thing, you know? 
Yes, and, and, and a lot of times, um, this is when you start to see a show, you know. Um, with worship, you can't put on a show because then it's not real, it's not authentic, but uh, there's this pressure of, oh, the Holy Spirit didn't show up today, so that means I didn't do a good job, but being a worship leader is not about you, you know. You know, it's about the Holy Spirit speaking through you. So yeah. there, there's a time that you have to put self on the side and then just commit yourself to God as a vessel and say, here I am, um, use me to your will. And, and that, that is really hard at times to do. Hmm. I just remembered the name of the artist was Misty Edwards. Okay. Misty Edwards. Misty no, I I have not, I've not heard. I, I don't know the name. I've probably heard her music. I'm definitely going to go and research her. Now. Yeah, yeah. When I think of worship with the word, I think of Misty Edwards. So I think she's a good example of that as well. Yeah. Okay, okay. I will definitely go and listen to her music. Patience. Do you have anything else about your song? Anything else about the music world that you would like our listeners to know? Maybe something about you, a testimony. Um, no, I think, you know, I've said enough about me. Um, the only message I would, uh, I would probably like to say is that the Holy Spirit desires to be a helper to each and every one of us, but there are times that we, we forget that the Holy Spirit is there. So in this season, if you come across my music, when you come across my music, I just want to implore you to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you, to help you in whatever it is that you're going through. And that's it. Yeah, I think that's great. And how can the people reach you? How can they find your song? What platforms is it on? So right now, I just have it on uh, YouTube. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram at patience uh, underscore Chigumira. And then uh, on YouTube, it's just uh, under patience. Sounds great. And to end the podcast, patience, would you just be able to pray us out? Yes, absolutely. Thank that. you. Okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come before your throne of grace with gratitude. I want to thank you for this beautiful time that we had. Oh God, I want to ask that you enter each and everyone's life that was a part of this podcast, and everyone that had a chance to listen to this podcast. I ask that you minister to them, that you show yourself to them, that you reveal yourself to them, so that they might know of your goodness and your glory. I ask for protection. I also ask for deliverance. I ask that each and every one of us that is going through some challenging times or that they have a burden, I want them to know, oh God, that you are available for them. Even in a time where they might feel like they have no one to talk to or that they have no friends or that they have no family. Heavenly Father, I ask that you visit them, that they may know you, that they may know that you are there for them. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. 
thank you for being a part of the podcast today, Patience. It's been amazing. It's been great. Thank you so much. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.